the declutter effect. I know that there are some people who hate a listicle podcast format, but for me personally, I love it. Just, you know, the way my brain works. And I like knowing what to expect. I know that there are a lot of people who want that kind of knowledge as well. And it has something to do with the need for control and always knowing or being on top of something. Well, it's actually a list type article, you mean? Like a listicle. Okay. I also like listicle or list type articles as long as they are done meaningfully and thoughtfully instead of some fluff writing pieces that's very common nowadays. And we did do an episode on being a soulless content factory. So that's probably where all the dislikes are based on. Well, I hope this episode won't be considered fluff because this is based on our experience as a virtual assistant in our early days when we were freelancing. I say early days because though I still remember getting hired for the first time like it was yesterday. That was way back in 2017. 2017. Yeah. And yeah, it's long. been a while. And, and six years have already gone by since then. So quite some time ago. Okay, I'll let you share your story and lessons learned from those meaningful years of being a VA that adds value to what we do now as a marketing agency. And I'd love to hear your insights as well, since you have a more expansive point of view, whereas mine can, you know, it can be a bit microscopic since I'm drawing from my personal experience. Okay, so let's do it. Yeah. What's the number one for you? Lesson number one is adaptability. And I struggled early on pretty much with this since coming from a corporate setup, things were a little bit, I'd say, systematic and more rigid in terms of processes and learnings. But in the first few months of VAing, I had to learn quickly since each client has unique needs. They have their own specific set of needs. And being flexible just really allowed me to cater to their requirements efficiently. Yeah, I totally agree that you can't really say that this is the only way to go about it because of tech and the internet. There's always an alternative way. There's always another tool or platform you can settle or just be confined to what you already know. And the question is how fast can you adapt to a specific working environment, especially in VA? Can you um, identify one situation where things got a bit shaky on your end because of the overwhelming tasks you had to handle? The one thing I found quite intimidating back then was creating the customer journey for the marketing funnel. I really had no idea what that was. And all I knew then was when I subscribed to a newsletter from a creator or an online personality that I liked, I get a weekly email in my inbox. But little did I know that there's a whole different world and system that goes on at the back end. So setting all that up, that was overwhelming for me at first. But then again, adaptability is key even now and being open to learning because email marketing is a cornerstone of every business funnel, which is a perfect lead into lesson number two. Which is? Effective communication. So, you know, throughout the years, one of the things that I learned is it's not about how many big words you can inject in a conversation or how illustrious or how fancy you can paint a mental picture. At the end of the day, the only question that stands is, 
did my client understand me? And this can be challenging to most Filipinos who are catering to clients in the U.S., U.K., Australia, or even maybe other parts of Europe or even Asia like Japan, China, or Korea. English isn't our primary language to communicate. Filipino is our native tongue, but yeah, Filipinos are just super quick learners and they can even get the accents down to a T. But at the end of the day, it's not about the accent, your diction or pronunciation or using big impressive words. Yes, it's about the tone. Yeah, it's about the tone of your voice so you can convey the right emotions if it's an audio or a video conversation and getting your thoughts in order so your clients can easily understand what you're saying. Bottom line is communication. Yep. It can even be helpful to give an outline of what you'll be discussing with each other. Like, let's talk about all these three points. Or during this call, we need to finalize these two things. These are important mental or comprehension cues, so they already mark it in their heads, which paves the way for a much easier and efficient conversation. And Toastmasters, we call it guidepost. Like you say that we already give an outline so they know that they're expecting three points. Okay. So is there a tendency that you get out of topic because you have a lot of things to say and yeah, it's already yeah. got mixed up in your head? Mm-hmm. That's why outlining it or providing those guide points or comprehension cues. I love that. Comprehension cues mm-hmm. is important in to effectively yeah. communicate. Yeah. Okay, so what's lesson number three? Ah, lesson number three. This is actually my favorite, and it's all about prioritization or time management. So notice that I mentioned two philosophies, and this is because the concept of time management has been hotly debated over the years because the correct term, as they say, should be prioritization or setting your priorities because According to productivity experts or gurus, you can't really manage time since time is a construct. And I don't really want to get too deep or philosophical into that. But I do recognize that when I apply time-saving measures through prioritization, it helps me be more efficient. I'm glad that you say that you don't want to dig deep on the philosophy of time management because we only have 10 minutes for this podcast. (laughs) All right. Especially in the nature of our work, if you're working independently, then you need excellent time management skills. And one of the main things that I want to add to it is your ability not to be distracted by what I call the little things like eating snacks. Mm -hmm. Do you like eating snacks while working? I try not to. (laughs) I try to count my calories. Yeah, better because... You're going to mess up your laptop (laughs) or peeking at your phone for a dose of your social media. For me personally, I get distracted easily by our Viber group once. There is a good argument that was thrown there and always restraining myself to respond violently for discussion's (laughs) sake. You can't help yourself. Yeah, working remotely presents so many challenges that we can get distracted all too easily. Yep. So having this skill and discipline are key. Discipline is key. What I do with my phone is I really put it far away from me so I don't have to check it all the time. Okay, lesson number four is all about continuous learning and investing in yourself 
through enriching and educating yourself constantly. So it's a roundabout way of saying keep on learning. Yeah, because it's too long. It's a mouthful, I know. <laughs> when I when I wrote this down, when I wrote all my lessons down, that one was quite a mouthful. But basically, it's about always being open to learn. When I was just starting out, I couldn't really afford to buy courses online. So what I did is to enrich myself with as much free content that's available out there. And also meeting with and working with a lot of clients has given me bits and pieces of learning here and there. So I'd say staying updated is key and you need to have the proper mindset and readiness to upgrade your skill set. Without hearing lesson five yet, I think lesson four may be my favorite lesson because mm. I am a voracious reader myself and I am primed to soak up as much knowledge as insight as I could get because I'm always eager to pass it on to my circle, especially team declutter. I know. I know you have a passion for learning. Okay, that's fair. And I see why this is your favorite, knowing the type of person you are. Definitely a good fit. Voracious reader. Always open and willing to learn. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> now, as for having favorites, this fifth and last one may be a crowd favorite. So number three is my favorite. Number four is your favorite. Number five might be the crowd favorite because it's all about the self. And I'm referring to self-care and setting boundaries. Is this about going to the spa or getting a facial, get your nails done? Well, that's actually something that we want to dispel or not dispel but i guess shed light on so because virtual assistants mostly work remotely sometimes the boundaries between work and personal life have either been blurry or bled into each other there's that bleeding into work work bleeds into personal life and vice versa and people are complaining about the supposed lack of balance i think for most work from home people can relate to this mental pictures where your room and workspace is in one place. Or in one area, yeah. Or in one area. Well, prioritizing self-care and setting boundaries are an advantage to those who are working remotely. I feel like the work-from-home nature of VA is attractive for those people who can get easily tired of the daily social interactions of an office workplace setup. And... If you're working remotely, you can easily retreat whenever you sense that your boundary has been crossed and need time to recover from it. And again, I'm glad you pointed that out because self-care, contrary to what you said earlier, but I know that you said it jokingly, self-care, sarcastically, sarcastically jokingly, yeah, self-care isn't just about many bedies, getting a haircut or a blow dry or a spa day, but those are important as well. Those are hygiene-related or, you know, aesthetic-related things. That can be a part of it, but a much larger conversation has to be made about self-care since it encompasses other aspects of a person's life. And knowing how to prioritize and protect yourself is the ultimate step towards self-care. Wow, that episode went by super fast and I enjoy this a lot. We hope you did too as well. So if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. This is Team Declutter signing off. Take care. Stay curious. Bye for now. Bye. Declutter Effect.